0: Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones, and our senior pastor is Bishop Brian K. Hill, Sr. We are located at 316 Catherine Street, Syracuse, New York, 13202.
1: Let's all so give God praise at this time. Without further ado, we are in the right place at the right time, and we are on great timing. Is that all right? Amen. Great timing. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. We are preparing our hearts and minds for the Word of God uh, to be brought to us on today, all the way from Dallas, Texas. Woo! The lone star. Amen. <laughs> You get the prize today for the person coming the longest way. Amen. And uh, Sister Madeline um, here with us on today. Amen. Uh, But the time has come. The time has come that we settle our hearts and minds. And I pray that the word be hidden in our hearts that we receive on today uh, um, out of all the accolades that can be said a child of God is the most accurate and appropriate. She calls God my daddy. And she says it so affectionately that if she wasn't talking about God, you think she's talking about her natural father, who she dearly, whom she dearly loved. Amen. Amen. At this time, we'll stand on our feet. Amen. First a friend and confidant and family member.
2: Amen.
1: Amen. And <clears throat> one 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 side of the lipstick twins. <laughs> you knew that was coming. I yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. When when Sister Trish and, and Sister Frances James are together and I'm there, I'm like the third wheel I'm just like, check <laughs> Amen but I love the friendship, the camaraderie Amen um, the friendship that, that uh, Mother Hill often says Wh- whom God has put together let no man put asunder and she she brought into my consciousness how that can be expanded upon the marriage vows that God can bring friendship together,
0: yes.
1: and it's such a bond, Amen. And and Sister Francis and I talk throughout the year and months and days, and and uh, and we talk about the Lord, yeah. and and we talk about the Lord, and then we talk about the Lord, and then we talk about the Lord some more, and then we talk about the Lord some more. <laughs> and um, I have forgiven her a long time ago for calling me at five o'clock on Wednesdays. I'm completely jacking up my Bible study with prophetic words and everything else. I stopped answering her phone calls until, until after Bible study. At this time, at this time, let us receive without any further ado or amen. A, a a, uh, uh, um, the deliverer of God's word that is in her heart and in her mouth. Let's give God praise for the ministry of Elder Francis James. Amen. 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 Yeah, this is
2: going to be so wonderful when I come back. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless your name. We thank you Lord God for this day, we thank you for your spirit being so perfectly involved in here. Lord God we thank you, we thank you that you love us so much that you just hang out with us. Thank you Lord God for this day, thank you for this opportunity and I ask you Lord God to give us ears to hear and hearts to receive what your word is saying to us today. Lord God, we bless you. We thank you. We give you praise. We thank you for our pastor and all that you're doing in his life right now and all the miracles that we're seeing taking place just in the King's Healing Room. How appropriately you named this. Amen. Hallelujah for you, yes. Lord God. The King's Healing Room. Yes. Father, we thank you for the King's Healing Room. We thank you for all that's taking place here where we know that miracles have not stopped happening. That You have not stopped healing. You have not stopped delivering. You have not stopped recovering and renewing and rejuvenating what you've done in the land, Lord God. We thank you for it. Father, now bless the word that goes forth. It is your word, so it is blessed. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to carry it. Thank you for allowing us to deliver it. Yes. Thank you for allowing us to partake of it. Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Yes. Let's give the Lord a hand. Today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now we'll be like Brother Yulon. That's good if you were just clapping for me. But since we're supposed to be giving a hand clap to the Lord. Hallelujah. I can almost just say Amen and do amen. the benediction and, and sit down. No, no. Because there was some good word going on in here today. Amen. Amen. Tanya, I'm so glad to see you. Amen, I'm Lord. so glad to see you. Amen, amen. Just a blessing. It just makes if I know you were gonna be here, you know you would have had to dance, right? Uh-huh. So next time, amen. right now. That's right, that's right. You will have to dance. You will have to. I am just so grateful to be here today. I am honored that Pastor asked me to come and speak. i glad my friend Madeline came with me. She said here with me. I didn't think about it because she said it. She said she never heard me preach. I said, oh, really? But I am glad she's here with me, good traveling companion. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful friend and I thank God amen. for her amen. and I'm glad she got to meet my family here. I'm so glad she amen. got to meet my family amen. here. Amen. Pastor was just talking about a second ago and I, that's why I said I could just say amen and leave He start talking about exiting and entering. Uh, there is no exit that's not an entrance. And what you do with it once you get there now you can make it an exit once you get out you can turn around and come back. But I hope when you're exiting a place that God is taking you out of to give you something new, that you'll stay in the place he takes you to. Amen? Amen. Amen. You do have a choice. You always have a choice. There's no place that God takes you and locks the door so you can't go back. But he will tell you, this is the place I want you to be. Stay put. Amen? I started writing this down and I see children, our children here, and we're teaching our young ladies things. And one of the things we learned as young women, Mother Hill, Mother Lively, we're all in that same age range. Sister Trish probably learned it because she was raised up in a pastor's house. (laughs) You learned that if you go on a date with somebody, you sit in the car and you wait. You wait for that brother to come around and open it up. You don't get out. I'm gonna tell y'all, Pops, I was so out of the habit of doing that. Elder Felix, anytime time he was in the car with me, when he got out, if I reached for the door handle, you know what he did? Oh uh, uh, yes, yes. he <laughs> turned, turned around, and lifted me over the top of those glasses, and I'd say, hmm, okay. He said, I'm going to get you to get this right (laughs) But I had to relearn it Because it wasn't something that was so much a part of me But we want you guys We got to teach you how to expect that Amen Expect to see good home training Expect to see somebody honor you by opening the door. That's a simple thing, but it tells you what kind of training they got. It tells you how they honored their mother. If he didn't honor his mother, you know, sell, going to sell the cow and go home. Because he's not going to honor you either. How he treated his mother is how he's going to treat you. Amen? So he let him sit in the, you see, if you sit there and he have to go all the way to the restaurant figure out you didn't get out and turn around and come back, don't Get out without him getting the door. Amen? Amen? Say get the door. Get the door. If he goes all the way to the restaurant and he has to come back and let you out, tell him to take you back to your car so you all can right. go home all because right. this was the wrong date. Amen? Right. You need to learn how to get the door. This is what we're going to really talk about today. We want to learn how to let somebody get the door that knows which door to open. Amen? Amen. The brother don't have to do nothing but get out of the car and come around. You know which door he's going to open. But I'm here to tell you today, you need to learn how. We're getting ready to go into 2020. And I only have 2020 vision when I have these on. I'm so sorry, Cloud. I walk too much. No, you fine. More time. <laughs> these give me 2020 vision. God is getting ready to give you 2020 vision in this next year. You need to be able to see what it is that God is telling you to do. 2020, you need to have a vision of where he's leading you to. But before you start running off in a direction, stop long enough to let him get the door. Amen. Sit there and wait like you would sit in a car while that brother comes around. Sit there and wait. The scriptures say, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. And then to make sure you understood, David said, I said, wait. I say it again. Wait, I say, on the Lord. We need to learn how to wait so the one that knows which door to open will open it for you. Amen? amen. amen. The scripture we want to start with is in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 22. And I cheat because I wrote mine down. <laughs> but I turn right to it. Hallelujah. When you get there, say amen. So we know we're on the same page. Isaiah 22. I don't hear anybody. you. Y'all's phones are faster than that now. <laughs> Come on. Verse 22. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulders. So he shall open and none shall shut. And he shall shut and none shall open. Let him get the door. Let him get the door. He's got the authority. That's what key means. He has the key of David. King David. All the things that David had. So You know when he said he has the key of David, we're talking about Jesus. He said he'll open a door that no man can shut. And he'll shut a door that no man can open. We need to sit back and learn to wait and expect say expect. expect expect him to open a door that is the place that you need to go amen? Amen. amen sit back and wait learn how to expect God to do the things that only God can do in your life amen. that like pastor say you've got to learn where the exit is you got to learn where the exit is if you have not seen the door open yet wait if you have not heard God say move forward wait. If you have not saw him flash a light in your direction, how many of you know God will show himself to you the way that he ministers to you? He might show Mother Hill something that I didn't see at all. I can't tell her she didn't see because He wasn't talking to me. I was minding my own business. She was minding hers, and God came in and said, do this. He wasn't speaking to y'all. He was speaking to you. Stop waiting for somebody to hear what you heard from God to know that it was God that told you. If he needs to confirm it, he will. Let him open the door. If you're sitting waiting and it looks like nothing is happening, ask him. Ask him, Lord God, am I, am I supposed to move? Am I supposed to be still sitting here? Just like you were sitting in the car. Wait on him to open the door. Learn to expect that everywhere he's taking you, he's got a way to get you there. Amen? He's not holding you captive. He's moving you in a direction so that when the door opens, you'll be ready to go in. He doesn't want to lose his resources. He doesn't want to misuse his resources. He wants you to see what it is that he has. That verse says, and the key of David, the authority of David is on his shoulders. The ability to judge, the ability to lead, the ability to be over somebody else, to reign, rule, do all of these things. He already told us that was Jesus. He tells us in one place in Isaiah that the government will be upon his shoulders. He has gotten all of this going on, and he's doing what he's doing for you. Expect it. Expect it. Expect for him to show you when to go and how to go. And expect it to be something you've never seen before. Stop looking for God to be in the old stuff. Stop looking for God to repeat himself. Stop looking for God to go backwards when he wants you to go forward. Amen? Stop waiting for him to do something that he doesn't normally do. Don't expect him to do what you expect him to do. It's, God is so abnormal when it comes to us. We stop God from doing because we put him right here. This is where he blessed me before. All right. And I know he's going to do it again. God's all out here. We're sitting over here. Yes. I know he's going to do it. Cause Why? Because that's exactly what he did last time. That's not what he's trying to do. He's trying to move us forward. He's trying to get us into 2020 with room for vision. Amen. Yes. If you are in, outside at night, it's dark outside, and you got on a pair of dark sunglasses, you, can't, you have no vision. No vision. Take the dark sunglasses off and let God show you where he's taking you now. It doesn't look anything like what you thought, because God is not like what you thought. Amen? God is not like you thought. He is not limited to my ability to figure him out. He's not limited to where he worked for me last time. He's not limited to the area that I ask him about. Cause you know what? You can sit down and you can start praying, and you came to think anything to say. Mm. You can say, mm, mm, mm. "Holy Spirit, say I got that." Oh, he goes before the throne of God, and every one of those, mm, 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 he starts mm. unfolding in front of God. You had one thing in your head when you asked God to help you. Holy Spirit unfolded everything that was in that, mm, 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 and God starts answering everything that went into that. You start wondering why you're getting stuff you thought about years ago is because he just unfolded what you asked for. He just unfolded it, and he just gave you something better. I tell people all the time, don't limit God by giving him suggestions, because his answers will be a whole lot better than your suggestions. Amen? He is opening a door for you to go through. Why is it so hard for us to go through? Just like I said, sometimes my biggest problem is, We're still in camp at the last place that God blessed us. Amen. Amen. We're still holding on to the last thing that God did for us. How much of that stuff are you carrying? There's a scripture where Jesus talked about it's easier for a a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to be blessed. And we think eye of a needle like a thread. What they're talking about is a gate. This gate was very tall and very narrow. In order to get your camel into the city, you had to unload it. How much stuff are you carrying from 2019 that you're going to try to drag into 2020 with you and it's keeping you from getting through the door? Amen. It's time to start pruning some stuff. It's time to let some stuff go. It's, you know, pruning things helps. If you prune something, you cut off. Sometimes you cut off what's not needed. But sometimes the best time to prune something is when it's healthy. Yes, all right. Yes. Because if you prune it when it's healthy, you know it's going to be more healthy when it grows back. That's right. So when you're stuck in a place and you can't get to where God is trying to get you to go, unload! Mm-hmm. Unload! Unload the stuff that's holding you back from going through the door he just opened. Unload the stuff that came with you from the past. Start taking some of that stuff I Prune that stuff up. And tell yourself, stop trying to fix something that needs to be pruned. Mm. Stop holding on to stuff that you should have let go of. Yeah. Stop carrying stuff that you get to the door God's got for you to go to and you're running into the wall because you got so much junk from before that you can't get through the door. Amen. Amen. Stop Amen. carrying stuff that you should have given to God. Stop trying to fix stuff that needs to be pruned up. You don't have to wait for something to die before you prune it. Amen. Amen. Mother right. Hill is the garden. You don't, you don't wait till something die before you prune it. It's already all out of life. You prune it when the life is still fresh. Amen. 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 You prune it so that its resources will be better for the next year, for the next crop. the next door. Amen. Amen. If you can't get through the door that God is pointing you to, look around you and see what you're carrying with you. What are you carrying that God has already told you to leave? Mm. Who are you carrying? Mm. Who Who are you carrying that God told you to leave? Mm. Whose issues are you trying to fix? that nobody can fix but God that's keeping you from going forward because you think if you go forward you're going to leave that person give that person to God and move on amen? Amen. amen I remember God telling me one time I had this friend of mine and I was I had just come back to the Lord and I was growing in the Lord and I love my friend so much and she was you know, it's like if you ever had to make a baby walk and they don't want to walk, and you holding their hands and their little feet like this, they just drag. <laughs> That's how she was spiritually. She was just dragging. And I was praying every day for her, and the Lord said, "Leave her alone." And I said, "But wait, Lord, she's coming. She's coming. God, she's gonna be all right." He said, "Let her go." I said, "But Father, she. I'm the. Daddy, I'm the only friend she's got left." He said, "Let her go." And I said, Lord, what's going to happen to her? He said, this is how it works. You can either stay with her or you can go with me. Wow. And I said, wait now. Wait, Lord, because she, she's trying. She's struggling. She's having a hard time. Lord, she's coming. I know she's coming. He was just like my earthly father. He didn't change a word. He said, you can either stay with her or you can go with me. I left that sister like Abraham left Hagar in the desert. I left her. I left her because I knew that what I was trying to do, I was carrying somebody I needed to let go of. I was trying to fix something in her life that the reality was she didn't want it fixed. I was trying to move her into a place where she was settled in the place Where she was So I couldn't go through the door That God had open to me Because I had her on my back You have to make a decision To let other people's issues be their issues The same God that delivered you Will deliver them Amen The same God that provided for you Will provide for them And he can do it better than you can Because he really knows where they are they will make you think they're one place. If they can fool you by <laughs> shucking and jiving and playing, and you think they got it. But really they don't you'll know they don't have it when they like when they come to your house at five o'clock in the morning, beating on the door, crying. And got beat up by the person you told them to leave six months ago. Have no money, Car gone, cause he took it. Uh-oh. Now, what you want me to do? I'm not gonna go chase him down and get it back because you had the opportunity to change and you didn't. I love you, I pray for you, but I see you. Don't let your own forward progress be stopped because you don't trust God enough. Because, see, that's on your point. How much do you trust God? How much do you trust God with your friends, your situation? Your husband, your kids How much do you trust God? Do you think you got to stand there And tell him what to do for them? God knows stuff about them You haven't even heard yet right Amen. Amen He knows ways to get them out That you can't even imagine Amen. And he's the one with it, say, wow. The key He's the one with the key to open the door You can't open the door without a key It said that he has that key Laid on his shoulders he has the key to let them out of the situation they're in but the magic word is for them to say help me. I can't take salvation for them and I can't stay where they are cuz they don't want to take it. Amen. Sometimes people don't want to change where they are. What we have to learn is to stop putting ourselves on hold because somebody we love is not moving forward. Go through the door that God opened for you and pray for them that they'll see theirs when it comes open. Amen? Amen. Let him get the door. Stop trying to kick doors in for folks. All right. Stop trying to make something happen for you. Somebody spoke a prophetic word on you and you're going like Pastor said. You're going their Monday. Quit your job. God didn't say that. Prophecy is provisional on what you are doing when God talks to you. Prophecy is not like popcorn. You don't throw it in the microwave and pop it for two and a half minutes and there your prophecy is. Amen? Amen. It don't work like that. It's provisional on you being in position to hear what it is that God is telling you to do and walking it out. That's what you do. It's not your job to open the door. But it is up to you to get rid of the stuff that's keeping you from going through it. All right now. It's not your job to decide. Now see, this is where we have a problem. It's not your job to decide which door you want to go through. This is not let's make a deal. You can't choose door number one, number two, or number three. Jesus did not say I am a door. He said I am the door. The door, not a door. A door means that I can, it's a lot of doors in here. I can choose the one I want to go through, but not every one of them will lead me out. I can go through this door back here. I can go through the door in the kitchen. I can go through the door in the office, but it's not one door but leave me out. I can't just pick where I want to go. If my life is really submitted to the Lord, I've got to do what he's telling me to do. Like I say, this is not let's make a deal. God is not going to lead you somewhere and go, oh boy, I'm sorry. That was the wrong choice. Let, let me go back. Come on. Let's go back. He's not doing that. God has a plan and there is no plan B. There is no plan B. When Noah built the ark, he didn't have Noah put all that stuff together and say, now Noah, just in case this don't work, put you a couple of little boats on the side so if the storm get too bad, you and your wife and your sons, y'all can jump in those little boats and you can be saved. There was no plan B when Jesus went to the cross. There was no plan B. There was no plan B. When God opens a door for you, there is no plan B. He's not going to come back later and say, oh, man, this you failed your test, your final exam? Oh, man, that must have been the wrong major. Here, let's start over. I thought it was right, but no, that must not have been it. God is not sending you somewhere to fail so he can come back and be the hero. God is already the hero. Amen? He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by him. Okay, Sister Francis, you're telling me all this stuff. How do I do this? Spend time with the Father. Right now. Spend some time. Start spending time with him real time. I know this is almost the end of the year. It's never too late to start. Right now. Amen? Amen. Amen? Start now spending time with him. Quality time. Start by turning that 911 call to him into a prayer and praise and time that you spend listening to him. Prayer is not just me talking. Prayer is him answering me back. Amen? And it's the 911 calls. Stop that. Stop that. Praying in a panic is still prayer. But it's based on the wrong thing. Praying in a panic is based not on faith. It's based on fear. Something's got you so scared that you have now called God and you're giving him all these instructions about what he needs to do to get you out of the mess that you've gotten yourself into 911. Don't call him for 911. Turn that 911 around. And don't just talk. Expect to hear him. Sit there until he says something to you. Sit there until he comes to you and comforts you. He knows what's burdening your heart. Come to me, Lord God, and tell me what to do. And sit there until he does. Don't open the door yourself. Sit there until he opens the door and tells you to come out. Yeah. Don't open the door, don't kick it down, don't think you've been in there too long. How many people watch the movie War Room? Oh, yeah. The first time she sit in that closet, she sit in there and fell asleep. Yeah. The next time she sit in there eating potato chips, <laughs> trying to figure out how do you do this thing. Go sit in there. If you got to sit in there with him and eat chips, eat some chips. But spend some time with him so that you know what he sounds like to you. Amen. Because what he sounds like to me might not be what he sounds like to you. Because sometimes he just jacks me up, you know. And I said that one time to a church full of, no offense, but church full of white people. I said, you know what that means, jack you up? And they were like, no. I said, "Mean God caught you, shook you, and set you down. <laughs> He told you to get yourself together because you weren't acting right. Suck it up, princess. This is the real deal. You can't make the decision, but if you follow me, I can. Take the time to learn to recognize his voice over all the other voices you hear. Because there's a lot of them. I told one guy the other day, you can think you heard the Lord, but if there's a lot of junk going on and you haven't zoned in on his voice, you'll hear noise. If I'm talking to you, like I could be up here talking to you now, but if I start doing this, and I can just be talking and I can be telling you all kinds of good stuff, but there's so much noise going yes. on, you can't right. hear what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Listen for his voice and learn what his voice sounds like to you. If you used to hearing somebody rap all the time, let God talk to you and rap. He is the ultimate rapper. Amen. All right now. If you can't understand anything but Spanish, don't be coming up there struggling, trying to figure out how to pray in English. Pray in Spanish. God is language. Amen. Right. God can understand anything. He was the one that came out of the language. He split languages yes. up. Those men were too much together with one language, yes. so he said, okay, y'all can do this. Yeah. He broke it into pieces. Yes. So now we have all these languages. And God hears them all. Amen?
0: He hears them all.
2: He's not giving an open door to you for you to just sit and do nothing. What he wants you to do is recognize that he's speaking to you. So that you can walk through the door that he opened. Amen? And if you think that what he's saying, if it doesn't make any sense to you, that's okay. Ask him. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. God will not have you ignorant concerning the devil's devices. He will not have you ignorant concerning what he's telling you to do. Amen. Amen. He will make himself crystal clear. Go ask him. Ask him. Psalms 143. 143 and 8 says, Cause me. Cause David could beg y'all for real. <laughs> yeah. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in these do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I I lift up my soul to you. Psalms 25 and 4 says, show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. If you don't know if it was him, if what you see looks too good to be true, go back and ask. If it wasn't him, he'll sure tell you it was not. If it wasn't him speaking to you that woke you up in the middle of the night, one guy told me one day he had gotten so messed up because he believed he was talking to the Lord. He said, the Lord talking to me was talking about God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He said, that had to be God. I said, well, what makes you think the devil can't say Jesus' name? To him, Jesus is like me saying class. it, it It ain't tearing up nothing. We mistakenly think God is scared of this we think that if we hold this up that the devil will be like a vampire <laughs> He's not. to him this is a book it's paper with ink on it what he's scared of is when you got this in here and you walking in authority and he can't do nothing with you, that's how he recognized Jesus, Jesus was walking with 12 other guys, they dressed alike, they smelled alike, they looked alike but when he saw him as he said I know you I know you, thou son of David. I know you. Glory That's what he's scared of. He's not scared of this. This is paper and leather. He's not scared of that. I may as well throw one of my boots at him. It's leather. But that's not what he's scared of. What he's scared of is you getting hold of the word. You getting the word in your heart. You walking it out in a way that nobody can tell you that God didn't say this. He is worried about that. Yes. He's not worried about you walking around if you think he's scared to call the name of Jesus? Come on now. Amen. So you stand up there hollering Jesus and you don't have any authority. You scared that Jesus done walked off and left you because the devil told you that. So now you calling on somebody, but God loves you so much, he'll rescue you anyway. Amen. He'll never leave you nor forsake you even if the devil wants to tell you he will. He wants to tell you he has. He's left you. That's why you lost your job. Yeah, he's left you. That's why they mad at you at the church. Ain't nobody mad at you. Nah. Yeah, he left you. Look at what's going on in your life. you by yourself. Your kids don't like you devil please Amen. for one thing you know is the devil can't do nothing but lie so if he tells That's you you right. lost your job because of something you did you start praising God for the door he's opening for you for the next job amen? amen be steadfast in the things God has given you to do be faithful in the things he's given you to do and he's the one that will reward you amen, amen. you don't have to go around kicking those doors in Somebody Amen. got the promotion you wanted, walk by every day and just think, smile at them thank God for your job. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thank God they're keeping your chair warm and your desk not being dusty till you get there. Amen. 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 You don't know how God is going to move you into it, but trust him to move you in. Amen. Don't go in there cussing nobody out because she got the job and you didn't. Oh, please. Amen. That's all that's going to do is get you kicked out. Amen. Get Amen. you kicked out. Amen. Pass by that rub the desk <laughs> I appreciate you taking care of my desk <laughs> you never know how the Lord is going to do something before Esther became queen Esther had no idea when she was where she was taking care of hanging out, living with a cousin orphan child she had no idea why she's out there doing her daily duties and God was moving stuff around in the palace to make a place for her Amen He had a door that he was getting ready to open for her, and she had no idea. Stop trying to figure out what God is doing for you. Just know God is God. Just know God loves you. Just know God loved you so much he died for you. He gave everything he had to give you what you got. Why do you think he's going to let you lose it behind a humbug? Come on now. He's got things lined up for you the same way he did Esther. Esther didn't go kick the door down and say, Oh, yeah, I'm going to be the next queen. She was a little Jewish girl. How was she going to get to be queen? She couldn't even get in the palace. How was she going to get to be queen? She wasn't anybody. How could she get to be queen? Because God opened the door for her to be queen. Amen. And it wasn't no humbug. She got in there. She didn't have to make up nothing. She didn't have to come up with a resume that went right. <laughs> come on now. Yeah. Didn't have to add nothing to the resume that you can't back up. Amen. Come on. <laughs> yes, I got my doctorate degree from one <laughs> 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 university. Oh, you didn't hear me, there? Mm. Went there for five years.
0: Ooh. Yes, I did. Ooh.
2: And don't you don't you can't make up nothing. You don't have to make up anything because the God we serve. He's got so many things lined up for us, oh, amen. and I don't have to make any of it happen. Amen. All I've got to do is trust God. Amen. Music career, movie career, and we'll look around in the natural and think, I don't know how that's going to happen. Mm. Look at where I am, God. He said, yeah, look at where you are right. so you don't ever forget where you came from. Amen. 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 He's got to plan. And listen for his voice in such a way that you don't miss him even in the small things. Even in the small things. Trust him that when he opens a door, he's the one leading you through it. It talks about him leading us into triumph, leads us into victory. It also talks about us walking with him. And if you even decide to go the wrong way, the scripture says you will hear. And it didn't say you were in your heart, in your mind. It said you will hear with your ears a word behind you saying this is the way walk ye in it if you would go to the left or the right. He's talking to you because he's leading you through the door that he opened. Amen. Let him open the door for you. Let him get the door. Because he's the only one that knows the right one to open. Amen. He's the only one that knows where it is you're supposed to be. And like I say, don't build a tabernacle on where you came from. Don't build a tabernacle and a monument on the last time he blessed you. Remember it and keep moving. God is a moving God. Amen. He is not stagnant. He is not standing still. If we are in him, with him, working through him and him through us, we are moving too. He has not called us out to sit still. Don't look for a way. Look for the way. Jesus says, I am the way. The truth and the life. He didn't say, I am a door. I am the door. He didn't say, I am a version of the truth. He said, I am the truth. The Amen. truth. Amen. I am the door. Don't build the temple to the last place you succeeded or the last place you failed. Because we'll hang out at failure a whole lot longer than we do success. Don't build a temple there and go every day to remind yourself how pitiful you are. Don't go back and remind yourself of how much of a failure you are. Look at that place, shake the dust off your feet, and keep on walking. Amen? Don't let the old stuff stop you from being ready for the new stuff. Amen? In other words, where you think you're on your way to, let him open the door and he'll show you. Because it may not even be a door where you're going. Amen, amen. Where you think there is no way God will open a door. And Isaiah 43, he said, behold, I do a new thing. New thing, mm. new thing. Hallelujah. Now it shall spring forth, shall I not let you know. I will make a way in the wilderness and a river in the desert. Now how crazy would that be? You're out in the middle of the Sahara Desert. You die in the thirst. And all of a sudden, a river comes running by your feet. He said, I'll make a river in the desert. He'll do something that you've never seen. He said in Jeremiah 333 3, call on me, Amen. and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you don't know anything about. Amen. I'll do a new thing. Amen. Let him do a new thing and stop camping out at the oh, and let him get the door. When you're in the middle of a mess and you don't see any way out, let him get the door. Amen. When you need a job and you don't even have a resume, let him get the door.
1: Amen.
2: You're in a bad relationship and you don't know how to get out of it and get out of it alive. Come on now, some of us in the places Amen. that are deadly, let him open the door. Amen. I bet Amen. the brother can't find you. Amen. I bet Amen. the sister forget what you're calling like. Amen. You got to move forward. Let him get the door. Don't get stuck in what used to be. He said, this one thing I do in Philippians, forgetting those things that are behind. He said, I press forward. I press forward. Press into the place where God is. You might not know where he's leading, but you know one thing about God that's always right. He's always good. He's always good. And his mercy endureth forever whatever you're trying to find a way, remember he'll open the door and his mercy endures forever. If you can't see where he's taking you know he opens the door and his mercy endures forever. When you don't understand the last thing he told you to do, follow him anyway because he's opening the door and his mercy endures forever. No matter what it is you think you're asking for, stop asking people to confirm what only right, God can right, confirm. confirm. Stop asking people to get an to, uh, understanding of what God last said to you. It took God to get you to understand. It. How do you think another person is going to read your mail and know why they're talking to you like oh, that? All right, all right. God wrote you a letter. Stop taking your mail to somebody else and saying, what, what was he talking about? Don't ask him. Amen. Let him open the door. Stop telling yourself you'll never get any further than you are. Let him open the door. Wow. Let him get the door. He's telling you that you'll never be the CEO of your own company. Let him get the door. Let him get the door. Stop trying to open doors for yourself. You know, that's what the world will tell us. You got to open those doors for yourself. You got to kick them down. You got to get in there and fight for yourself.
0: (laughs) Wrong answer.
2: (laughs) Wrong answer. Let him get the door. If he loves me enough to die for me, he loves me enough to provide for me so that what he sees I need, he makes sure I have. Let him get the door. All right.
0: God.
2: Instead of us going, frustrating ourselves and getting depressed and run down and we spend everything we have because we're chasing a dream that God didn't want All right now. Go back and say, God, I'm sorry. I repent for doing this without you. You have the key to my life. I want you to open the door. Let him get the door. Don't move until he does. Don't take a couple of steps this way. Do like David. Take five steps and stop and inquire of the Lord. Take five more and stop and say, God, am I still going the right way? Lord God, am i still on track. If I go this way and you hear this voice behind you say, I didn't tell you that way, get back on track. Because he's leading you somewhere that's going to lead to life and that more abundantly. His door is always going to lead to life. His door is always going to cause you to prosper. Prosper doesn't always mean money. If anybody's ever been desperately depressed, prosperity is you got your mind back. All right, all right, have you now. ever been so tore up because you thought you were by yourself? Prosperity was getting your friends back. All right, now, if you now, ever now. thought somebody was about to die and you didn't think they were going to make it, prosperity is getting that person back. All right, now. Yes. Prosperity moves Amen. you forward. Yes. Moving you forward. It might be money, but it doesn't have to be. Because it's stuff that money can't buy. Amen. If money was buying everything, it would never be a rich person that killed himself. All right. Come on now. Amen. It would never be one of them that had no hope. How can you have millions of dollars and have no hope? Because you have no Jesus. All right now. Amen. Amen. Let him open the door. Yes. Take two or three steps and say, Lord, I'm coming. Show Show me the door. Show me the one that you want to open for me. Amen. Show me where you want me to go. And he will show you let him get the door don't kick nothing down don't punch nothing in don't give up on what he's told you just sit and patiently wait that's hard for us it's hard for us to sit still but he tells tells us stand still and see the salvation of the Lord you want to see what I'm doing turn around look at your enemy you will see them no more again forever I'm opening the door Opened on a way in a, in a river. Opened the door in a sea. Because he had a plan for his children. Amen. Amen. Next time you look in the mirror say, I'm his child. Amen. He's got a plan for me. I'm his baby. I tell people I'm a kept woman. All right, now. All all right, all right. I'm a kept woman. My daddy takes good care of me. He Amen. takes good care of me He knows what I need And he gives me a lot of things I want Amen. He Amen. knows because he's my father He knows because he loves me He knows because he knows The plans that he has for my life Jeremiah 29:11. We all know that scripture I know the thoughts I have toward you The thoughts of good and not of evil That I might get you to an expected end That I might get you to the door That I want to open Amen Trust him to open the door. Stop, stop thinking you gotta fight for it. You gotta get in there and kick the door in. You gotta punch people out. You gotta find dirt on them so you can write it up on Facebook and let everybody know they're cheating everybody. My thing is this: be sure your sin will find you out. If they doing something illegal, it'll find them out. And if he's got that door open for you, it will open, and nobody can stop it. And once he opens it, nobody can close it. But thank him for the doors he closed. Because some of those places you weren't supposed to go. Thank him for the last job. The job sounded lovely. Thank him for the fact that you didn't get it. Because six months later, the company went under because they were lying. Amen. Know that he can see further than you. God is not trying to get to your future. God knew we were going to be in here When he was in the very sheet in in Genesis, when it said in the beginning, he already saw us in here. Know that he is watching your every move. Know that he has a plan for you, and that plan is bigger than you. Know that he's got collections for you that you don't know anything about. Know that he's getting ready to open a door for you in 2020 that your vision will see so clearly that nothing will persuade you against the things of God. Let him get the door. If you don't feel like he's gotten it yet, sit there and wait. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Let him get the door. Amen? Amen.
0: This podcast, we have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Giveify app by downloading Giveify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian Hill senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here, how it works there are five steps. Step one text give to one 981 2759 which is unique to the King's Hello. Room. Step 2, you will receive a text with instructions. Step 3, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step 4, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In Step 5, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to TKHROffice at gmail.com. That is TKHROffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.